Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hi, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Purdy, and I am your host. We're going to keep it quick today. I am excited to share with you a little podcast on how to run your client meetings. This is a question that is asked here and there from my clients. They're getting ready to embark on their new business. They are in the coaching space in some way. And sometimes during our work together, they tell me that they're not ready to start their business and they're not ready to sign clients because they don't know how to run meetings. (laughs) And I think that that is such a valid concern. It's so valid, right? You can build a website. I can teach you how to write email copy that sells your offers. I can help you design your offer. I can help you create whatever's in your heart and give it structure and put it out into the world. But there's also information that you need, like what to say to clients, how to run your meetings, (laughs) all the little minutia that we have in our coaching businesses. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And please forgive me. I'm fighting a little bit of a cold today, but I figured, hey, recording podcast when your voice is a little scratchy could be, could be a great decision. So that's what we're doing today. Okay. So today we're going to talk about how to run your client meetings. Super, super important. I want to give you some guidance. I'm going to give you what works for me. I'm going to tell you what I have liked with coaches that I have hired. And I'm just going to give you all the info that I have because I love sharing what I have learned over the last 12 years of running an online business with coaching clients. Okay. So let's start from the beginning. We're going to assume that you have signed a client. You have sent them a contract, which you absolutely need from an attorney. (laughs) I have a resource for you. If you need, please reach out to me. So they have signed a contract with you. They have either paid in full or started their payment plan. You have set your first meeting with them. So now you're showing up to your first meeting. So I'm going to help you figure out what the heck do you do in your first meeting? Okay. First meeting, um, in my mind, in my opinion, is the easiest one, right? You come in, it's like the first day of school. Nobody's supposed to know anything. The client is not supposed to know what they're doing. And you're getting to know each other. So there's some wiggle room here. I want to tell you that there's no right or wrong way to start your meeting. And everyone's personality is different as a coach. So the way you're in your meeting might be slightly different than the way I do, but I'm going to share sort of the details with you here. Okay. So you have signed a contract, accepted payment. Something I like to do before my clients actually start is to send them a new client intake form, a questionnaire. I ask them all kinds of things. My coaching business is focused on systems and automation and creating online offers and creating multiple six figures with an online business. Yours might be different and that's okay. So my intake form has questions like, how much money would you like to make this year? What is your money story like? How did you grow up with money? Tell me about your money mindset. How long have you wanted to be in business? What offers are on your mind to create? Things like that. 
do you have a website? What is your social media? Um, do you have branding already? Sort of things like that that go into creating an online business. Yours is going to be a little bit different. But what that does, creating an intake form allows you to start your first meeting with some information. It'll give you some talking points. So when I start my first meeting, I let them know I have your intake form up and I'm going to go through some of your responses because I think they're really important to your business and really important to us and our work together. And they're really excited because this intake form for me is pretty extensive and they're pretty pumped that I took the time to actually read it. Of course I did. (laughs) So we kind of go through it together. Not every response, not every response line by line, but we do go through some of the things that kind of stand out. So that's what I like to say first. I've got your intake form here, your responses. So I'm going to be referring back to those during our meeting. And it's so important to set expectations with people. They will appreciate that. People want to know what's expected of them. We don't want to leave our clients frustrated and confused at the very beginning, right? We want to make sure they're clear on what we expect of them and what they can expect from us. So I let them know about the intake form. And then I also say today, we're going to go over the systems that we're going to use in our work together. We have a group Voxer chat. They may not be familiar with Voxer. So if they're not, then I have them set that up. And then we send a little hi, kind of little chat back and forth. So they know where to ask me questions during the week between meetings. So we talk about the Voxer chat. We talk about the learning library. I have a learning library that I have set up on Teachable with video tutorials and all the systems that I teach on the payment processors, sales funnels, website, editing, email, copywriting, all those things uh, have recorded in advance for them in a learning library. So we go through that. I tell them where it is. I tell them what they can look for. Here's how you use it. Here's your coupon code. Cause they're all free for you. Those sorts of things. And then I also show them a system called Basecamp, which is what I use for task management. So if you are going to have tasks back and forth with your clients, it's really important that you have a system to manage those things. I'm big on systems. I'm really big on automation. I'm big on creating clarity and setting expectations. So having a task manager, and you don't need a huge robust system. You don't don't need a huge system. You can use one like Basecamp. It's a really easy system. You can put your calendar in there for your meetings. You can assign tasks to either one of you. That way, when they're checking off their tasks, you get a notification as the coach. So rather than them writing things down and trying to figure out what it is that you're saying and translate something that's super new to them, you can write it down for them and assign it to them. And then when they check it off, they feel accomplished. I'm really big on small wins. So that's giving them some small wins. You can monitor their progress and make sure that the work is getting done. And you could also ask, answer questions that they might have. They could put questions in there too. So that's where we begin. We talk about the intake form. We set expectations for the systems. Those are Boxer, the learning library and Basecamp. And then I also let them know that I'm going to be taking notes for every single meeting. I will number the week. I will put the date. (laughs) That is in a Google doc. And then it gets linked into Basecamp. So any of our you know, Canva files, meeting notes, uh, any sort of documentation. If I'm reviewing your sales page, if I'm reviewing your email copy, that all gets linked into Basecamp, typically from Google Drive or Google Doc. So we're basically talking about the, the systems to support our work together. Super important. I don't want people leaving our meeting going, I have no idea what she said. I don't remember what I'm supposed to do. 
I'm supposed to write down, you know, tasks. I don't understand what these tasks are. We don't want to create that frustration. So starting the first meeting with sort of like, you know, think about when you went to college, think about when you were in school, right? They start with the syllabus. Here's what you can expect from me. Here's what I expect from you. Here are the dates. Here's what's due. Really important. It takes down that, you know, the nerves a a, a little bit. So it's super important. Um, And every client is different. So if you (laughs) think you're going to run all of your client meetings the same, I will tell you that you will not be. You will not be. Every client is different. I have had clients who are chatty, chatty, chatty from the beginning, and they take up most of the meeting time sharing ideas, asking questions, giving feedback, telling me what they've tried in the past, what's working, what isn't. And I've had other clients who are a bit nervous come to our meetings and they are silent. (laughs) They are radio silent. And I have to, and these people are new, right? You've not been in friendship or relationship with them for years and years. So you don't know each other that well. So figure that in. You have to sort of figure out what helps them learn. Everybody learns differently. Some people are visual learners. Some people are auditory learners. Some people are tactile learners. Everybody learns differently. So it's up to you as a coach to take mental inventory of this person's personality, how they communicate, how they learn. Those things are all important and they're going to be different for each client. I have clients that use Voxer all the time, all the time. I have clients who never use Voxer because they get distracted or they don't want to do the work or they just want to be in our meetings and not really communicate in between meetings. That is okay. All of those things are fine. I give people tools and time and support, and it's up to them to use the tools, the time and support in the way that feels good to them. It's going to be different for everyone. So for that first meeting, that's really what you're doing. It's introductory. So every meeting after that is going to depend on what the client needs. So a little check-in during the week is a good practice. Hey, great job checking off those tasks. So excited, so pumped. And if they haven't done anything and it's been radio silence in between meetings, maybe check in and say, hey, how's it going? Have you recorded your modules? Do you need more support from me? Are there things that are not clear to you? Ask questions. Because if someone is like myself (laughs) in school, I never wanted to upset anyone. If I had a burning question, a lot of the times I would keep it to myself and listen to other people's questions to see if somebody would answer my question because I didn't feel like it was a smart question to be asking or I had self-doubt or I was in a shy phase of my life, et cetera, et cetera. So a big part of coaching is being in tune with your client's personality and what they need. And that that can change. That can be really fluid. I have clients who are shy in the beginning and now they're super chatterboxes. And I love all of the stages. I love it because sometimes when people are starting a new venture, they have a lot of self-doubt, a lot of discomfort. And you can tell when they start to really get comfortable and start creating when they start talking more. And I love that so much. They start to get into a groove, which is different for each person. So I want you to start meetings in a way that feels good to you. And just know that over time, the more clients you have, the more client meetings you do, you will get comfortable with the way that you run meetings. It will be different than any other coach. You're a different person. Some people, some coaches like to start meetings with a meditation. That's not really on my radar, but it might be on yours. 
I do like to ease into meetings. One thing that I want to avoid, mainly because it was done with a coach that I hired and it didn't really sit well with me. I'm not going to start a meeting with tasks and say, hi, great to see you. Okay. Did you do the blah, 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 blah. I'm a big fan of recognizing the human experience first. And because we're on Zoom, I can see if you haven't slept the night before. I can see if you are sick and you're blowing your nose. I can see if you, you know, haven't washed your hair in a week and your clothes are dirty and your kid is screaming behind you. I can see those things. So I want to take all those things into account when I'm supporting you. We are human beings before we are business owners. So it's important to take inventory of those things too. What, what's happening for them physically? Physically. It's also important to care about your clients. Um human being rather than their business, right? So I like to get to know them as a person. They're they're still a client, so you have to have some boundaries, certainly. But I listen. I want to know if their kid is challenging this week. If their daughter came home from sick, came home sick from school yesterday and they didn't get to their their tasks. Are they going through a divorce? How old are their kids? Knowing the ages of their kids and sort of the top level, very top level, what's happening in their life allows me to understand whether or not they're doing their work, following through with their tasks. I'm a compassionate person. And yes, my contract says, if you don't cancel your meeting or if you cancel within 24 hours that you will lose your meeting. Yeah, my contract says that. But if you are sick or your child is sick or you're going through a divorce and you are in depression. Do I have some leeway with those things? Absolutely. And that's why I think it's really important to understand who your client is as a person, what they're going through uh, from a bigger picture, not just from their business standpoint, but from a really higher place, from a a place of compassion. Okay. So that is my advice to you on how to run a client meeting. We're assuming that you've gotten your contract signed, your payment taken care of. So now how do you start your first meeting? You're going to do it on Zoom. Zoom is super easy. I don't record my meetings, but I encourage my clients to record them and listen to them later on if they want to, especially with a lot of new information. So that first meeting, you're going to do an intake form ahead of time so that you can refer back to that in your first meeting. You are going to then start your first meeting on Zoom, on time, (laughs) with a cup of tea, glass of water, whatever you like and let them know about the systems. For me, it's Voxer, my learning library on Teachable and Basecamp. That's where all the magic happens for me and my clients. What systems are you going to use to support them? I also have my same or my client meetings on the same day and time each week. That's a really clear expectation for both of you. And it also keeps you from having to make changes every single week and figure out what your schedule is like every week. That will create a lot of consistency for you and for your client. And then just recognize that your clients are all going to be different. Personalities are different. Energy levels are different. Every meeting with every client is going to be different. So I don't want you to get too caught up in the flow of the meeting or structure for your meeting. Because if you're working with private clients, if you're doing one-on-one coaching, every client comes to you in a different place. That's the beauty of one-on-one coaching. You're not doing week one, we do this. Week two, we do this. Week three, we do this. It's actually much more personal. So those are my little tidbits, my little advice for you on how to run your client meetings. And if you have more questions, 
on how to run your client meetings or how to start your online business, please reach out to me. I am taking new clients currently and I would love to work with you. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Tech Champagne and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.